Let's move on. Dr. Cole, boy, it's uh, marathon time, right? People mm-hmm. have been training for the Chicago Marathon and marathons uh, kind of all over the country, all over the world. But let's talk a little bit about the sports medicine end of that. And it's always great to have the exercise, nutrition. That's big. But um, let's face it and be honest, people can be limited by soreness and recovery, correct? It's a, it's a big problem. I mean, even if you're not training for something as intense as a marathon, when you bring in or introduce new exercises and so forth because you're trying to mix it up, prevent that sort of motor memory, um, recovery becomes really important because of soreness. You know, just you do a new exercise, it can break down sort of muscle fibers. They need to be rebuilt. There's uh, so nutrition plays a role, like we've talked about, uh, but there are a number of recovery modalities. So training for something as intensive as a marathon is uh, is a bit of a science, and especially if people, for people who have limited time, you want to do it right, and recovery becomes sort of paramount to your progress up to the point of the race. Our next uh, guest is an expert uh, talking about marathon training tips from Athletico. She is the facility manager at the Athletico at Lake in the Hills Clinic, Karen Shanahan. Karen, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. What can you do if you start to feel soreness or injury in the few weeks leading up to the race? The thing you can do is not be afraid to stop and take a Majority of the training has already happened, so taking a rest day and doing some cross training can help. The other big thing is if you're having injuries and pain that is lasting after the workout, you want to definitely make sure that you're reaching out and getting some medical attention. Um, to ensure that you're able to start on race day. So what? So when you're saying cr- cross training, let's you know most people when they're at certain phases of marathon training are are increasing their mileage, right? So what are some of the things that they might do to sort of mix it up a bit? So things such as riding a bike or using the elliptical are lower impact swimming. Um, all of those things can help increase your cardio while decreasing the amount of stress on the legs, which typically tends to be the problem at this point in marathon training from the overuse from getting so many miles in. Now, um, I know in therapy, people can walk in, get an evaluation. You don't need a doctor's prescription to get you going. Um, and they so in your situation, like when would it be a good time for you? Because, you know, frankly, coming to an orthopedic surgeon for this is probably not the best place to go. Uh, it's not the most efficient, and it's, you know, it, and it's, I think going to you is often going to be better than coming to me. So when what are the cues that someone who's training uh, should say, you know what, I need to go see a therapist at Athletico, uh, do a walk-in visit, get an, get an evaluation? So if you're having um, mild aches and pains that disappear the next day, don't really affect your training, that's okay. You don't really need to see someone at that point. But things that um, would cause you to start limping or cause you to alter your activities, both running and working out-wise and day-to-day activities um, at work and at home, you definitely want to go in at that point. Um, And like you said, you can come directly to physical therapy. Um, Some of these things, it's just teaching the right stretches and um, a few different exercises to target those areas and can get you on your way. Obviously, if things are a little bit more involved, then we definitely need to get a physician involved. Our guest is Karen Shanahan from the Athletico facility at Lake in the Hills. It's Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole talking about marathon training tips. All right, so what, what are some tips, Karen, to uh, for the weeks and days leading up to the, uh, the race? So you want to make sure that you are continuing with your training plan, but if you are noticing anything that is causing you a problem, you know, to 
take a rest day at this point in time. It's not going to hurt you to take a day off. Um, making sure that you're eating and hydrating properly to um, fuel your body to do these um, workouts leading up to the race. Continuing to stretch um, at this to decrease any muscle tightness. I was I was going to ask you what about you know if you're what are the, some of the recovery things that someone can do on their own that you might suggest? Um, good recovery things post run, um, doing some gentle stretching or using a foam roll to help. Um, Increase that flexibility. Um, getting a massage can be helpful. Um, you want to make sure, too, that immediately post-run or post-release that you're avoiding heating while it can feel good at the initial time. It can increase flow of the air, increase inflammation that we want to avoid. So using things such as ice that can be more beneficial. All right, Karen, great stuff. We appreciate it. Thanks for your help. Again, Athletico.com is their website. And Karen Shanahan, our guest here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks for the marathon training tips. Thank you, guys, and good luck, everyone. All righty. Let's take a break here on Sports Medicine Weekly. When we return, it's our staple of the show, our Ask the Doctor segment. Stay with us. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.